Hello everyone, my name is Rafeda Ali and welcome to my product chat series episode one. My first product chat is with Vicky, former product management director at Insperity and will soon be starting her work as group product manager at Cisco for their cybersecurity offerings. Vicky is also a part of program advisory committee at Women in Product. Our agenda is to speak with Vicky about her product management journey at Insperity and her advice as to how others can transition into the field. Hi Vicky, great to chat with you today. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. No, thank you so much for taking out the time today. Um, let's start with your path into product management. Can you please tell me more about your journey and background and how did you get into product management? Sure, sure. So um, so mine's been a little bit of a, I like to call it a zigzag <laughs> journey. <laughs> um, and so I started out um, at the, uh, actually a company, Insperity acquired uh, back in 1999. Um, and I started there in um, technical support and implementation, mm -hmm. um, doing quite a bit of customer facing roles and things like that. It was a really small company at the time. 20, I think I was employee 24. Um, and at the time you would do anything and everything, right. Um, mm -hmm. at a small company, you would answer the phones, you would make a sale, you, you would do whatever. So, um, so I really enjoyed the variety there, mm -hmm. um, and what I was doing. Um, but I started noticing, um, I wanted to get more into the technical side there. Um, mm -hmm. they developed their own product. Um, and, uh, we were noticing with releases, we started breaking things. Um, mm -hmm. And so I had started reading up about quality assurance and getting into testing and stuff like that. And I was like, hey, I really think we should do something for this. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, but we're not ready. Um, so I actually ventured off for um, about a year and I worked for the state of Wisconsin. That's where uh, we were living at the time. Um, and I was able to do business analysis, a little bit of testing mm -hmm. and stuff to see if I liked it. Um, and I was really starting to um, enjoy that quite a bit when they actually lured me back and said, hey, we want you to start the QA department. I'm like, oh, wow. this is great. <laughs> so um, so it was exciting. Um, I started off as um, a, a QA department of one. Um, and it was very fun, um, fast paced, uh, exciting. They're kind of getting to build the processes mm -hmm. um, and different things like that. Um, and so um, throughout my tenure there, I grew that team to um, three uh, QA analysts and a business analyst wow, okay. um, for requirements, documentation and stuff like that. Um, we weren't using Agile or anything at the time um, at that point. And, um, and then uh, the person that was acting as product manager actually mm -hmm. Um, took a position with the corporate side um, and said, hey, I think you'd be great at this. Um, and I was noticing that I was missing that validation. We were doing the right thing. Um, so I think that's what really drawed me um, or drew me back into um, a customer facing uh, role was I really enjoyed the technical side, but I want a little bit of the customer side too. So, um, so that's what really got me started um, into the product side. Makes sense. And like you mentioned about the business analyst, just curious, like, um, like even right now, when someone is looking for like an entry level role as a product manager, they look for like business analyst roles, because that's how some like, that's how it's, it's connected. So what's the actual difference between like a business analyst and product manager? You know, at, at, at certain companies, you're not going to find any difference. So that's something that I found um, interviewing quite a few folks mm -hmm. is, 
Um, at Insecurity, for example, our business analysts, um, we call them the glue of the team. So for them, they're everything translating the requirements the product managers bring, mm-hmm. make sure they're good in a technical um, way for uh, with user story documentation, mm-hmm. making sure that uh, the technical pieces are all connected Um helping clear hurdles with the project managers and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we've found at um, other companies is business analysts will actually act quite a bit as the product owner side. So they'll do a lot of that prioritization, yeah. a, a lot of that, what I call really the entry level of the product group, mm-hmm. um, really getting familiar with the processes, talking with stakeholders, mm-hmm. being able to handle some of those hard conversations that happen when folks don't yeah. agree. You know, all those kinds of things. So I've really found it's different company to company. So I found um, that something really important during interviews is to ask like, okay, your title says this, but explain what you did. Um, And then you'll really find quite a few of them do have some product owner responsibilities. Yeah, makes sense. So you already answered about why did you go for product management? I just want to know, like, what did you like in product management? And how is a day in the life of a product manager? Yeah. So, so for me, when, um, when the product manager um, is really uh, firing on all cylinders, it's when they're really having, I I call it a a diverse day. So you could start a day doing some customer interviews or uh, writing some customer surveys, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then you pivot into working with the technical team and looking at some stuff. Then you're with the designer saying, hey, did this match, right? That's like the plethora of, you know, the the diverse buffet, I like to call it, uh, that that folks go through. Um, But What's really exciting about this uh, role, um, and and I think what's kept me in it uh, for 12 plus years is no day is the same. Um, It's Mm -hmm. always something new. You know, you could be handling with one day leading a technology advisory committee of really happy customers to the next day you're dealing with escalations, right? So you just don't know um, really the the kind of day that it's going to serve up. But it's really exciting and challenging, um, especially um, as you're, again, then you're validating with stakeholders. Okay, here's what I'm hearing from the customer side and the technical side. Here's how we're going to prioritize this. This feel right Mm -hmm. to everybody, you know, things like that. So it's, you have to love communication. You have to love because you talk a lot and you write a lot. Um, So that's, that's one really, really important thing. How many hours in a day do you spend in meetings? <laughs> Just curious. So, yeah, gosh. Um, so when I was actually like in the product manager working with the team role, it would not be uncommon to be in like six hours of meetings. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think what happens sometimes is for me, like a meeting is an agenda and stuff like that. But like now with the remote world, we call everything a meeting. So to me, some of it is just like the natural collaboration, like you would have swiveled your chair and talked to somebody and had, you know, an interaction. Um, So I think now people are on like a lot, right? Um, Because you don't have that separation of, okay, this is an agenda meeting versus this is just a gathering requirements thing that we would have done at. Like there's some questions. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so when someone applies to like a product management job, what skills or background do you think they should bring? And like, what's the best candidate out there for a product manager? 
Yeah. So, so for me, there's, um, there's a few things that I look for is um, you need to be really good at working through ambiguity. Mm-hmm. Things are not going to be clear when you first get them. Um, we always use the analogy of, you know, the, the different ways that a car would have come to be if we actually built what they told us to do. So you have to ask a lot of questions and you you need to really be okay working through those gray areas a lot. Um, And you also need to really not have a lot of ego because a lot of the times you're like, gosh, I thought this was right. And you're like, nope, it wasn't. (laughs) Um, So it's something you need to be okay being wrong. Um, And, you know, that's, that's something that I think is very, very important for the managers um, Mm -hmm. of product folks is to give them freedom to fail. Cause that to me is when I see folks start elevating into director roles and things mm-hmm. like that, they get really comfortable with hmm, that didn't work. And so then they quickly try something else. Right. So it's not like a big pause and delay and, Oh, you know, lamenting that this happened and stuff like that. You're right. able to work through it really, really well. Um, and, and the other side is, really, like I mentioned, those communication and being able to have the um, emotional intelligence as you go through these hard conversations. Um, Because a lot of the times, the most important thing you can do as a product manager is say no. Um, And and you need to be able to do that both in a professional way and something that still keeps your respect with folks, right? Um, Because it's easy to go in there and say, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, yeah. Thank you. Have a nice day and, and Zoom call, right? Um, but that's the thing that really builds the relationships. And that's, that's my final part is you need to have a personality to really be able to draw people in and have them want to, ooh, I want to call Vicki. I want to get, yeah. you know, this information and I want to understand, ooh, I saw this cool idea. Can we build it? Um, and things like that. And, you know, if you if you really don't like um, that kind of gray area and things change, like I said, day to day stuff changes. Um, so you need to be prepared for that kind of um, fast decision making, too, um, and being able to just work through that. Yeah, really good points. Yeah, I was just wondering, like when I started like my internship as a product manager, it was not like I was being pushed into something. It was more of like my manager was like, it's an open ground. You can do whatever. Just try to find like creative ways. And he actually let me do everything possible so I can get the best results out there. And then it did not feel like I was being micromanaged and everything. And he yeah. just gave me like a tip. So he said that just ask like five whys to everything. So if you don't I ask like five whys, you won't get to like the root cause of it. So that was yeah. really cool. Yeah, no, that that's perfect. And you brought up a really good point. You, you know, it, the managers, I think, you know, I know for, um, for my folks, giving them that, that wave, you know, to, to in that space to be able to try stuff, experiment, mm-hmm. see what works. Um, and like you said, kind of have you as that trusted advisor to bounce ideas. Hey, I'm thinking about this. Does this seem on track yeah. or am I completely off gate? You know, and things like that. That's a relationship you'll have for life, right? Yeah. That's not just connected to work anymore, right? right? They're like, wow, this is a cool person I want to keep working with, yes. right? So those are the best relationships to have mm-hmm. for sure. 
direction. Yes. Do you think like product management is a rewarding career? Like when you see the results coming to life? Yeah, no, I, I, I love it. Um, and, you know, part of uh, the, the part that excites me and what's rewarding to me is um, being able to get, I call it a big hairy problem <laughs> from a user, right? Um, and most of them, with my time at Insperity, I worked with the really large clients that had really scary problems um, that they were facing. And you really in the product role become that trusted advisor to their business to their uh, and being able to be transparent and become very, very loyal um, to them and be able to talk through um, complicated stuff. Um, And so that to me is the most rewarding part is when you work through these really complex things, you work really hard to break them down are able to have clients to validate with, right? Um, Because the clients are really happy (laughs) when they get, when they get that question, uh, because that's something I get uh, asked a lot is like, how do you get clients to come to technology advisory committees? I'm like, I just told them this is a personalized (laughs) invitation. This is awesome. We're going to have some fun. And I'm like, they show up. Um, So I think that's something that's pretty underestimated is that customers really do like um, having that kind of uh, technical interaction because really to me, what it shows is they can be on the forefront of why we Mm -hmm. pivot. Right. Um, And then when they start seeing that they're like, Ooh, this is super cool. Um, So the trap to get into is that you're not just developing for them um, because then they'll be like, Ooh, this is my customized software. Please build everything. (laughs) So, um, but no, I, I love the mix of um, being able to solve the customer side, but also being able to just understand and learn really complex technical things. Right. Um, Because uh, I mean, my degree is is technical, um, but I don't code. I don't do anything like that. But being able to watch that and learn even a little bit of what they do is just fascinating to me. Right. Um, so that's also rewarding for me. I'm like, wow, you did that. I'm like, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So like most of the things you mentioned and, um, and the things that I've experienced so far for product manager, there's more like soft skills that are required, like mm-hmm. transparency, collaboration. There's so much like, how can we judge that on based on a resume? Like how, what do you look for in a resume? Yeah. So the resumes are hard. Um, and you know, a, a lot of the times for me, I'm looking for something, um, on a resume that, uh, shows, um, a lot of the hook words, right? Mm-hmm. Curiosity for me is a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and did they try things? You know, even if you're an early graduate, do you see that they tried different, joining different groups or, mm-hmm. you know, doing um, different volunteer things mm-hmm. um, or even hackathons or things like mm-hmm. that, right? Um, and so those to me are what really stand out, especially um, in the early um, graduate times. And then when I look at, um, as skills progress, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you, you really are looking for quite a bit of people being able to work through change um, because change happens a lot, right? Yeah. So if you see somebody, even if they stayed with the same company for a really long time, but you see somebody that 
okay, we went through this software, you know, pivot, and then we did this project. And oh, by the way, then this happened, right? So being able to handle the pivots and the change um, is something else that's really, really important to me. Um, And I always suggest, especially um, for the ladies listening, have power words on your resume, right? So, you know, don't just say, I collaborated, right? And things like that. It's like, put some words out there that draw the, you know, draw people in, right? I actually was responsible for generating revenue of X, right? I mean, so, um, or I was responsible for prioritizing R&D of $20 million, you know, whatever number it is, right? Just draw it in um, because you need to understand like the recruiters, they don't read a long time, right? <laughs> so, um, and I, I know whenever I get resumes, I take a lot more time to be like, okay, who is this person? Um, <laughs> but you know, the first pass before it, it, it comes over um, to us doesn't get a whole lot of, um, of, of time. So, um, and yeah, I mean, you get a lot more from the interview, but that resume is kind of like their, your entry point. Right. Exactly. Um, so I don't put as much weight on that, but I know that's hard to not get in the door. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I agree with all that because when I was just going through like interview stages, like when I was looking for internships, I was not landing internships till I added the numbers on my resume. Like I have to add the data. Okay. What I'm bringing to the team, like how much impact did I make? So I agree with that point. Um, For the certifications, do you recommend any certifications? um, Any new PM should do? Yeah. So, so for me, what, what I found has helped um, folks a lot is to start out again, if you're going to be working directly with the development team, which most Mm -hmm. of the time you will, right. um, Is the certified uh, scrum product owner. um, If they, if they practice scrum is a really good um, training and Mm -hmm. certification that you get. Um, There's no test to that one. I don't think. Um, And it really covers the basic basics, I think, of what makes good prioritization, mm-hmm. what makes really good teamwork with your development team yeah. when they say, hey, it's going to take me eight weeks to do a button color change, mm-hmm. right? So how do you work through different conflicts and stuff like that? So yeah. um, I audited that class and I actually really enjoyed that one. So that oh, one was a really okay. good one um, that I thought uh, mm-hmm. was good. Um I also just, um, I've seen my folks look up LinkedIn learnings, just, mm-hmm. just product manager. Um, okay. What does it mean, right? Time management, uh, you know, like I said, difficult conversations, just those soft skills too, like yeah. getting some um, different scenarios in there are really good. Um, I had a few folks that took the pragmatic um, okay. series. Um, they really, really enjoyed it. I don't have personal mm-hmm. experience with those, but I know those always look good on resumes. Um, I haven't seen those not look good <laughs> on resumes. Okay. Um, that's something to think about too. Perfect. And I have seen a lot of product managers, including you, you have done the Scrum um, certification as well. Um, does that help? It helps um, because I think, I think part of, especially if you're coming in and you weren't trained on Scrum with the team, right? So a lot of times like a new hire comes in and then this, um, like I moved over to um, the corporate side and they had been doing Scrum for four years. You'd mm-hmm. sit in there and I didn't understand half the words they were saying. And I'm like, hey, I really feel like I need to do something yeah. to make sure I'm, I'm picking this up better. So for me, I think it was, 
what really helps is the confidence builder, right? You know what is happening and kind of the order things should be going in. Not to say every company changes it a little bit, for sure they do. Um, But you'll just have, I think, just a little bit more innate, like, ooh, okay, I understood that. Okay, they're going to go do, you know, the user story and the, the task and the reasons that they're breaking stuff down the way they do, right, and stuff like that. It just helps for me, and you mentioned micromanagement for, for me, it helps the product managers like not want to micromanage, right? Because like, I get it. This is yours. Go, go forth and do amazing things. Um, So because otherwise I feel like it's just, you're asking a lot of questions, right? Right. Um, So so that for me is what helped the most um, with certifications. Got it. Okay. And I think research is important too, because if you're not doing any research with that, it won't get you anywhere. So I think PM should know like at least basic research skills. um, So at least they can find their own way. Like if they're not micromanaged, they can just like do their research on their own end and they don't have to ask a lot of questions. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and and I mean, everybody's super gracious when you're the new person, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I always get into that. I'm like, Ooh, I have all the questions. I'm like, let me know when (laughs) I'm Um, and so, you know, I also say, don't be shy. Like if you don't understand something, just raise your, people are really nice. Right. Um, so, um, and if you're at a place, they're not super nice. I'm like, that's scary. Right. So, so, you know, that's something to think about too. Um, and, uh, you know, one thing that I have seen product managers do that, that will get them into trouble is kind of pretending they get it when they don't. Um, exactly. So, you know, there, there's a point of faking it to make it, but not when it's mm-hmm. like in a technical like setting of, oh, you agree with that, right? Ooh, yeah. I'm like, I didn't understand half of that, but yes. <laughs> then you come to find out, oh, I yeah. should have said no. You know, right. So, right. so, you know, that's, that's one thing that I really, really um, coach folks on a lot is don't be shy to ask questions. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and I'm like, if you're getting slack, you need to, you need to come to me and we'll work through yes. that a different way. Right. Um, or, or maybe we need a training or like you said, maybe right. there's a certification or something and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody's bringing, I think, diverse skills to the team. Um, it doesn't make you any less valuable when you ask questions. So don't be shy. Yes. Yeah, because again, you would just be doing like the repetitive stuff if you don't ask the questions. At the end of the day, it's just taking more time. Right. So so I would like to tell everyone that we're running short on time. So Vicky answered some more questions and you can find the response to that in the caption. But before we end the interview, Vicky, I have one last question for you. Uh, What advice do you have for students or professionals who are trying to transition into PM role and how to stand out again as an applicant? Yeah, you know, for me, um, and I'll say this time and time again, is be curious um, and show energy. You know, mm-hmm. for me, the best PMs that I have hired are those, mm-hmm. they didn't know the industry, they knew nothing, like they mm-hmm. couldn't even spell half the things when they came oh, yeah. in. But you know what, they showed up excited on positive mm-hmm. bundles of energy that were like magnets. And so, you know, th- that to me is like 99% of it, right? Oh, um, okay. Whether it's go do some jumping jacks or something before you got to get on the WebEx. Hey, yeah. it's cool, right? But if you can show your excitement, that gets everybody mm-hmm. excited about it, right? Um, and, you know, so for me, that's what stands out um, mm-hmm. the most is when you bring like 
I'm really excited to do this. Yeah. I really want to dig in and do this thing because we're going to be yeah. great together. And people are like, whoa, yeah, we are. Um, and so you know, that, that to me is, um, is what, you know, that gets you referrals down the line. Um, mm-hmm. That gets you just, you know, it opens doors you wouldn't um, even think of. Um, and for interviews, I really recommend that you have, um, because it, no matter what you do, an interview scary, right? Um, and it, it's got a, a level of nervousness um, while you do stuff. So what I really recommend is writing out um, some star uh, stories out And so those are about writing down your situation, Mm -hmm. task, action, and result. So these are things that you've done in your past that like really you're like when they ask, hey, how have you handled a difficult conversation in the past? Yep, I know that story, right? And you can read, you know, you don't read it, obviously, because again, you want to show the energy. Um, But um, you want to make sure that you've really got those good stories to tell because that's the other really, really important part of being able to, to stand out and be a, a, a product manager that people will come back to is storytelling. If you bring the audience in, you know, and, and you can tell that concise story, you yeah. can make that concise business case for more investment. That's when it all happens. Right. Um, so I really, really recommend, um, you know, reading up on storytelling. I love leadership blogs about, okay, here's how different kind of presenters worked well, or, Ooh, I'm like this one, you know, it's even good to watch the the funny ones that I'm like, you even draw some parts out of that, that like, actually that would work. Um, So, you know, just saying, just also don't be shy to be, you know, silly. Sometimes there's a time and a place for it. Um, But it really does, um, help everybody see you're human too. Um, and so, you know, that's, that's, what's really important to me because I always look to have work be fo- fun too. <laughs> you know, I, I don't want it all to be, you know, grind. Um, it can be a stressful um, yeah. industry for sure. Right. Yeah. Um, it's really important to have a fun group um, to work with. Perfect. I really love that advice. Thank you. Um so again, I would like to thank you so, so much for all your help today and for all the insightful information. Um, I think a lot of people would learn so much from you. Um, can I tag your LinkedIn too? So if anyone wants to reach out. Like, okay, perfect. Sounds good. Um, again, thank you so much. And thank you everyone for watching. Bye, Vicky. <laughs>